Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, it's a gruesome story and reminiscent of those stories of grave robbing in the Victorian era. But in Harvard Medical School, the manager of the morgue there has been charged with selling body parts. Michael Levinson is a reporter for The New York Times who's been covering this story. Afternoon, Michael. How are you? Uh, now, I suppose it, it, it centres around this chap, Cedric Lodge. What's, dele- what's alleged about what he was doing? Well, it's alleged that for the last several years, he has been selling body parts from cadavers from the Harvard Medical School morgue and even going so far as to invite buyers into the morgue to choose which parts they wanted. It's obviously a very, you know, gruesome, ghoulish allegation. Mm. And, and who were the buyers? Well, uh, they were a whole network of people across the United States. Uh, one of one of them is a woman who runs a, a store called Cat's Creepy Creations outside Boston, where she sold sort of creepy-looking dolls and what she calls bone art. Um, others seem to be sort of collectors. So the um, implication is that these parts were either sold as curios to buyers or kept in sort of private collections in people's homes. And, and what kind of money was changing hands for these? Uh, quite a lot. Um, one of the buyers, uh, spent around $40,000, um, over several years on body parts. And, you know, this woman who ran this store outside Boston would, said she spent $600 on two dissected faces. So, um, clearly a lot of money was changing hands and some of these buyers were then turning around and reselling the parts. And the allegation is that this was a whole sort of trafficking network where the parts were coming from Harvard Medical School and then being sold all across the country. And was it the case where uh, they would contact Cedric Lodge and say, we want X, or he, he would contact them and say, I have access to these particular body parts? I think the allegation is that they i that's actually a really good question how did they find out that this was available i think there's somehow that he made it known and then he would start talking to buyers and he would develop a relationship with them and you know they would actually come he would let them into the morgue and they would look at these cadavers that had been dissected by medical students and pick out what they wanted um and you know he was supposed to be uh, taking care of, you know, watching over these cadavers and preparing them for cremation, which is what happens after dissection. And yeah. Instead of um, bringing them to the crematorium, he was, you know, selling them off for money, uh, mm-hmm. along with his wife, interestingly enough, who was sort of seemed to be the handling the business end of things. She was collecting the Venmo payments that people were, were spent sending in. So uh, presumably that's how he got away with it for a few years in that the assumption was these cadavers were going to be destroyed. So if if a part of it was sent elsewhere in Harvard, they wouldn't be aware of this. Yeah, I think that was his thinking is that, you know, these were going to be, you know, cremated and then buried in this cemetery outside, uh, actually in Boston. Um, But uh, obviously it wasn't, you know, very carefully done you know, criminal network, at least according to the, you know, the indictment, you know, these people were buying and selling these parts on Venmo, which is, you know, this electronic payment Mm. system where you can track the payments and even writing in a little memo, like head number seven or brains as they would pay money to him. So Ah. they were basically writing it all down and the indictment includes all of these details. Yeah. Specifically, what, what crimes are they charged with? 
Like for for instance, who owns the cadavers? Is he stealing from Harvard or stealing from from whom? They describe Harvard as a victim in the in the in the allegations, and the crime is it's like a it's interstate transportation of stolen goods. It's a very technical crime, so it doesn't specifically deal with you know desecration of bodies or anything like that. It's interstate transportation of stolen goods and. I think some sort of fraud allegation as well, but that's what the official charge is. And, you know, he, uh, the manager of the morgue and his wife have made an initial appearance in court, but they haven't really responded at all to what the allegations are. We haven't heard what they want to say, if, if they want to say anything at all. We've reached out to their lawyers, but nobody's responded. Yeah. Now, they've been charged. And some of their apparent customers have been charged as well. Is that the case? Mm-hmm. Yep. The the woman who runs this, you know, creepy doll store was charged. A number of the buyers have been charged. And, you know, the investigation is ongoing. So we may see other people charged along the way. Um, but there's buyers all across the United States who the, you know, federal investigators were able to track down and they've been charged. Yeah. It doesn't do wonders, perhaps, for Harvard's reputation in that uh, Cedric could uh, could apparently just, you know, sell off body parts and there was no supervision. Right. And um, yes, it's definitely a blow to Harvard Medical School. They called it an abhorrent betrayal. And obviously, it you know, it hurts their ability to get people to donate their bodies to science after they die. Um, you know, people... Have, who do this do it altruistically because they want to help out the next generation of doctors. They feel like they're doing something positive for society, but you do it because you want to, you know, you want your body to be help out science, not because you want to be sold as a, you know, a curiosity in a shop that's in Massachusetts. So, mm. the, the, uh, it, it, yeah, and these the, these bodies after they were cremated were those ashes supposed to be returned to the families or, or what was supposed to happen to them some of them actually were so it depends the families can request whether they'd like the ashes returned to them or buried in this plot um i don't know specifically with the parts that were sold here but um you know reporters local reporters in boston have tracked down some of the families who have been horrified to learn that their loved ones remains were sold off like this and this has been very painful for them yeah given the ghoulishness of of, of the, the the content matter here i assume this is attracting enormous amounts of publicity in the u.s it is i mean when you've got you know body parts and harvard combined it obviously attracts a lot of attention you know harvard medical school is renowned you know among the best medical schools you know in the country um, and to have this kind of crime take place is, you know, it's horrifying and it's attracting a lot of attention. Yeah, I imagine so. Michael, thank you so much for speaking with us today. That was uh, Michael Levinson there, a reporter for uh, The New York Times. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. With Anna Glaze on News Talk.